Hockey season is coming up, and that means new merch over at ourdragonsmerch.com. Get the latest designs and some of our fun new souvenirs ahead of what's sure to be a great 22-23 hockey season. Celebrate another season of River Dragons hockey coming up by getting a new look to wear on game days, or surprise the big-time sports fan in your life with a new keepsake that will make them a River Dragons fan for life. Order online right now at ourdragonsmerch.com. That's the letter R, dragonsmerch.com. We'll see you at the rink in November. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Two Minutes Roughing. Back at our normal time, of course, dropping on a Friday morning instead of a Thursday like last week. Uh, I'm glad to be back on on the regular time. Uh, But, of course, uh, like we said last week, Thursday night games, you're going to get a Thursday morning drop. Friday night games, you're going to get a Friday morning drop. Uh, So basically expect that if you look at the SPHL schedule. Uh, We're going to be dropping on the day uh, of the first games of the weekend. So uh, just a future reference from that point on. But Mark, uh, (laughs) we had quite a uh, weekend, especially for the uh, first full weekend of the uh, SPHL. Uh, Fed kind of finally kicked into full gear. Uh, I I mean, we got a lot to talk about. I mean, (laughs) the Carolina Thunderbirds bus story. Um, We'll, We'll get into that. We'll get into that. We we have a, a I don't know I don't know how to describe this a brand new hockey league and like quotation marks I have my I've already put my thoughts out there a little bit on this league but we'll kind of uh, discuss that uh, so a little bit of a jam packed episode if I uh, say so myself so Mark uh, what do you want to kick it off with Let, Let's talk about let's let's ease into it Let, no should we ease into it or should we just talk about the big news. Uh, let's, let's just, let's just go straight into it. Uh, are you talking about, of course, uh, the brand new league that is now out there? Yes. Yes. So, so, uh, Nick Russo, who you guys may, who listeners may know as the current hockey ops president of the Motor City Rockers and formerly of the Mentor Icebreakers has now decided to form his own league called the South Atlantic Professional Hockey League. All the teams right now are planned to be in Florida. And they're going for like a pretty minimum budget, at least starting out. And the arenas are going to be small, about 1,000 capacity. It kind of reminds me of early Fed in terms of that regard, which, you know, early Fed is wild. But somehow the Fed still made it to today. So, I mean, it's not impossible for... To, for me, it's not impossible for this whole thing to work. Mm, I I have some, an opinion on this. Uh, I'll basically go and put this out there. And I'm going to include some numbers that we're going to talk about in a bit. I'm just basically... I'm just going to basically say what I tweeted out. Uh, I'm sorry, but I can't see any way the South Atlantic Pro Hockey League is going to work. 200K to 300K budget is near impossible saying they won't be going to any cities with teams already. That's kind of disputed a little bit, so I'll, I'll, we'll talk about that. Uh, best best of luck to anyone a part of it, uh, because this thing isn't getting off the ground. I am sticking to that. I already I, I, I was told I am a negative Nancy, basically, uh, about this. And I'm like, no, I, I, I would love for this to work. I just can't see it in any uh, realistic way. I mean, Mark... You, you, you heard the number, especially about the budget. We were kind of talking about this before the show. 
Again, let me say, this is this is a league that wants to be a professional hockey league, not just a semi-pro league. So that's that's a very small budget, and I'll talk about that in a second, but I'll, I'll let Mark kind of respond You know, it's funny you actually bring up the semi-pro thing because I know a little bit of insight on this. There was talk, like, not too long ago about whether this would be professional or semi-professional. So, I mean, it's, it's not... There's definitely a timeline not too far from this one that it was that would be semi-professional. Um, right, that, that, that's kind of like where we got the first idea because there was some rumors going around and I, I kind of put them down where it was supposed to start this year and it was going to be semi-pro. And I was like, eh, you know, but still. Here's the, and that's another thing. Like, they're, they're giving it a year. You know, they even announced, like, I thought they would announce next month if it would be announced, like, if this was actually happening. I thought it would be announced in November, but they actually did it in October, so I like to give them credit for that. They actually just put it out there like pretty, like sooner than I expected and actually give them more time to build stuff up, which, you know, that's a smart move. Um, the whole so – so there's six markets being looked at right now. Jacksonville Market, Orlando, Manatee County, Fort Myers – West Palm Beach, and Space Coast. Space Coast is where the league's going to be headquartered as well, supposedly. So so I'm guessing they already probably have something there in yes. terms of... And, and just for people kind of... If, you, if you're not familiar with Florida, Space Coast is basically... Think, you look at Orlando on a map and then go directly east. Think Cape Canaveral. Think basically yeah. where NASA does all their launches. That's, that's Space Coast. Yeah. Like, that's why I got the name, because, yeah. and, like I said, like, I feel like they aren't trying to be, like, they're not trying to be world shakers. They're not trying to, because. Which is plus, smart. Uh, that, that's a positive for them. And 300000 I see as more of a starting budget. Like, I don't think that's the final budget. I think that's more of a starting budget, if that makes sense. Uh, the issue is, though, that, that's, that was kind of, like, put out of the number, is, like, you know, we're trying to be. I don't I hate saying this, but like, you know, we're we're no, you know, we're trying to be a little cheap on our budgets here. And again, I'm not I'm not trying to sound mean saying it, but I'm just going off what I what I've read. It's just, I, I, I just get a bad feeling this league's not going to go anywhere. And again, like I said in my tweet, I wish everyone the best of luck. I, I think this is just not really possible. I mean, you mentioned Fort Myers. The only way I can think uh, that, that where that team would be, it's going to be where the Florida Everblades play. Where would you rather go see a single, not, not even they single they a, ruled that out. They, but they've already ruled, like, they're not going to put a team in, like, a bigger arena. They're not going to. They already ruled that out. Well, I mean, where else are they going to play? They, like, that's the issue. Like, I can't think well, of... I, 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 again, I, I've looked around. Like, I was looking, you know, where could they, have they the put... Port, okay, yeah. They have Fort Myers Skadium. That's actually what it's called, Skadium. That's about the only other place that they could go to. And, that, and like, at least in Fort Myers. Yeah, it's just... Also... Uh, I, I'm just... I, I see too many holes in this league's kind of proposal, and basically. And here's yeah. the thing. I like the fact that they're trying to keep travel to a minimum. That's a good thing, because that means, you know... Travel is a big part of a league's budget a lot of times. Yeah. So, I mean, having that, you know, the travel cut down to, like, 
four hours max, and like there's not gonna be any hotel stays or anything. That is a huge like relief on pressure in terms of like a budget because because I I've seen but like I know how much travel factors into the budget, and so eliminating all that will help a lot. Yeah, it will. It's just again, the budget seemed way too small for this to be for, like to work professionally. If we were talking semi-pro, I would be praising this thing and I would be super excited. But we're not talking about that right now. Um, again, just to give some ideas, a normal Fed budget is around, and this is lower end Fed teams, uh, is around eight hundred thousand to around a million dollars, and that's that's a lower end Fed team. You guys can kind of figure that one out on your own uh, budget. So, if, if they're willing to stick around at two hundred thousand to three hundred thousand uh, dollars, good luck. I, I the the travel helps, yeah, but where they're willing like to play and like to pay people pretty at least a, a livable wage. Florida, you you have the taxes, you know, which is probably going to help you, uh, barring a couple cities. So. I just I see too many holes. That's my main issue with this my, idea. I'm not saying it's going to succeed. I'm saying it's not impossible. Again, I'm not it, arguing that point. Like the, the issue is, I see too many holes. Where I think, I think at best they're probably going to play maybe an entire season, and then they're just going to have to fold it and say, "Look, this is this is not going to work in the long term." Hey, you know, honestly, the entire season does better than some leagues I've. I've tried to pop up in the past, so you know what? I'd say like six. I'll say no, Mark. That's the issue. That's my at best because I, I, I really, I that's maybe like a five percent chance because I, I think this league. I think what's going to happen is, I, I think there was probably helps. a little bit a jumping of the gun. Uh, I like the name of the league, by the way, but I feel like there, there's a, a lot of optimism when it comes to how everything's going to be done, and I would love to be wrong. Uh, but I cannot see this working and like not even really in the short term. And you know, there's another thing that I actually like that they're doing. They aren't doing as many games. There's only going to be 20 home games, 20 away games for each team. Yeah. So, I mean, let's see. That's that, that, that four, helps too. That's four away games. So, that they get four away per team. It's just, yeah. I mean, that's, that helps a lot, too, because that also cuts down on travel because you're not going to other places as much as, say, you would to the Fed. Like, the Fed, imagine going, like, just going from even Columbus to Carolina. Like, that travel time back and forth, like. Yeah, the Empire teams definitely have the best travel schedule. Let me say that. Yeah. Uh, or, or, yeah, especially when you're factoring in the fact that the Continental teams are in Michigan or the South. That yeah. that's ugh, ugh, ugh. Uh, like I, like yeah. I wonder how much of the Fed's budget is just on travel. Like it I, has my understanding, be, it's it's basically like a majority of it. Exactly and exactly, and that's and like you're saying they're like on the lower end. Well, here's the problem. Mark. I mean, Florida is not a small state. People like look at it and think, oh yeah, it's small. Well, no, but but like the the only for like okay. Out of the teams that are in that league, like the out of the potential markets, Jacksonville and West Palm Beach are kind of like the two like kind of outliers. No, like, then, like look, I'm here's a, here's one Fort Myers. I'm doing this. I'm, I'm literally looking at so Space Coast, Florida. Uh, that is three hours each way. That's three hours and thirty six minutes. 
like this is like you're gonna have, like Tampa and Orlando might be the best. Jacksonville, that's that's a little different because that's a straight shot down ninety five. Space Coast, that's like the longest insane. you're gonna do is like four hours. Yeah. Um. No, Fort Myers to Jacksonville is not gonna be four hours. Hold on. Let's look at that right now. Uh, we can do West Palm Beach because I think well, Fort Myers to Jacksonville is five hours, and that's without that's traffic. Still not too bad. That's still not too bad. Yeah, but that's not like get there back and forth like within the same day kind of thing. Like, and especially if you do home and homes. Still though, like that, like five hours is, and for like the furthest you're gonna go, like the furthest travel time, that's not bad. Yeah, but like the issue is, I think that's about the same travel time from Biloxi to uh, Columbus. Again, though, that's not bad. Is there any other places in the Fed? That's not bad. Yeah, but that, here's the issue. Where that's one. That, let's see. Hold on. Let me put this. Yeah, it's literally just about the same amount of time. Like I get, like yeah, you're gonna have some positives, like. Fort Myers to West Palm Beach, I think, I think that's two hours because the uh, you gotta go through the Everglades uh, for a good chunk of that journey, so that's not exactly the greatest either. Like here, let me pull that up right now. Fort Myers, Florida, to West Palm Beach, West Palm Beach, Florida. That is two hours and twenty six minutes. Like, like you, you are these are long bus trips, and Orlando to Space Coast. That's probably gonna be your shortest. Oh, yeah. And just, let's see. So, hang on. I'm just making sure I'm getting uh, Fort Myers, West Palm, Orlando, Space Coast, Jacksonville. What's the sixth Mandy, one? Mandy County is also like Sarasota, by the way. Okay. Oh, like, wow. Yeah, that's that's Panhandle, Florida. It's like, ugh. So Sarasota is like south of Tampa. Oh, okay. Why did I get that? Okay, yeah, I see. Okay, so that, that kind of, that's going to be a travel partner for uh, yeah, Fort like, Myers. Really... But it's like... I'm just, I see too many problems. Like uh, that's the issue. I, I just, I'm, uh, I give it a far greater chance. Like I'm not saying it's a high chance, but I give it a far higher chance of some level of success that you are giving. Like the, there. Also, here's another thing. I don't think Nick Russo would stick his neck out like this on just a win. The issue, though, I, I, think, I, I, I hate kind of saying this again. I think some people are drinking the Kool-Aid on this league. And it's like, uh, I'm again, maybe I'm being really too pessimistic on this because, again, we have seen scenarios where leagues kind of pop up and I'm kind of like, ooh, you know, this is going to be interesting. And then, like, it all falls apart instantly. So maybe I'm, like, thinking... Right now it's been... Well, lately it's been wild as, as heck the last year or so. Yeah. Like, it's been extra wild, which is... Like, yeah, we were yeah. talking about that before the show. I, I've been kind of getting more and more into journalism, like, again, the last couple months. And ever since then, it's been, oh, here's this, here's this. Oh, hell, here, here we go. Yeah, but the All issue right. is, and, and again, back in my uh, younger days as the as the minor league rando, you know, not everything's going to work out. And that's maybe I've gained some a lot of uh, pessimism. When oh, it comes trust to, me. Yeah. I know not everything works out. There's a couple of things that even I'm currently looking at, like, like, I'm just saying this isn't impossible. Like I'm, I'm, I'm Again, keeping. Mark, I'm not. Forward. I'm not saying this is impossible. What I am saying is, I think you're very too much optimistic about this. I'm, I'm trying to re- pull you back from the void, and I am saying, look, it's a nice idea. I think the numbers do not add up for profitability and keeping this league going. 
I guess I'll just have to see because honestly, it's. I guess I, I'll I can really say is that it's not impossible. That's literally my only thing that I'm I saying. am not disagreeing with you. That's the only that. thing I've been saying though. That's the only thing I've been saying. I, I again I felt like we're coming coming in circles a little bit, but uh, but again, uh, we, I think we're both really interested to see where this goes. I think I'm a lot more pessimistic than you though when it comes to how things are going to end up uh, it, you know, with with this league. I, can we agree on that at least? Yeah, we. It's, but I I do hope for this league to succeed though. Again, like, I'm, I'm, I wish for the best. So because like. I'm always down for more Meyer Bro hockey. Yeah. All right. So this, and honestly, we didn't even get to the other part of the discussion—the fact that this would be like clear SPHL territory. Not really. Uh, SPHL and ECHL territory. Well, ECHL, yeah, but like this, this really avoids the SPHL. Kind of, but like SPHL would probably love to go into like deeper into Florida too. Uh, I don't know. Maybe. Because, like, man, like it's just funny. Like it. it I, I kind of just love the idea in general just because, like, it's... Okay, here's one thing I'll say with the name. I didn't even mention this. The name, the South Atlantic Pro League, I'm glad they stuck to that. They're, they went with that name. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me, let, me, let me just tell people. Mark, you, like, you were marking out... Uh, like, like, like you were like, they're going to go to South Carolina. They're going to go to Georgia. No, 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 no. But what I'm saying is it opens it up. Yeah, I know. I know they're sticking. What I was worried about, what I was worried about was that they were just going to close themselves just into Florida. Like while yes, all the teams are in Florida currently, say if this league sees a year two or year three, you don't want to stick to just Florida. So this way they have a geographic way of going expanding yeah just uh i think right. i think they're gonna stick to florida I, if it goes anywhere it's more so like in the crazy in the crazy timeline where it actually like sees expansion outside of florida it gives them a like a way of expanding without ruining the name yeah that, right. that's basically all right let us move on speaking of hockey uh, let's talk about the Fed. Uh, let's go. In, we'll so we'll talk about the teams, but I wanted to talk about one team first because I wanted to do a little bit of <clears throat> I was right, and two, I wanted to kind of have some ha ha's. Uh, Carolina, interesting weekend. Um, <laughs> uh, their bus trip was especially interesting. Uh, do you want yeah. to talk about that quickly, and then we'll move on because mm, that was yeah. Uh, mm. Mark, what do you think? Yeah, uh, the Carolina. So, where where did Frick, uh, where did Carolina go to play this past weekend? They went to Delaware. Port Huron. Oh, Port Huron. Yeah, I the first one because they're playing Delaware this weekend. Yeah, they went to Port Huron, and um, yeah, apparently their bus had a little uh little, little issue going going to Port Huron. Or was it leaving Port Huron? I can't remember, but it was both ways. <laughs> both ways. Oh, both ways. Yeah, it broke down both and uh, both times. Uh, from what I saw uh, from people, uh, it was three times on the way up. <laughs> yeah, so three times on the way from Winston Salem to Port Huron, 
the bus, the team brought the team bus broke down. Now let me, let us be fair. Uh, Carolina kind of came out because this went public. Uh, this was basically like a loner bus. Their their team bus had not arrived yet. It has arrived now, uh, but this was basically a basically a loner. Um, it, it, you could, you could tell why it was a loner, I think, uh, for everybody, but yeah, I, I feel really bad for Carolina because they, they, Carolina fans, I gotta be honest, you guys are a little, um, antsy when it comes to this and how everything goes. So, uh, yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> uh yeah, but man, uh, quickly though, Mark, can we talk about, uh, Carolina and their performance against Port Huron this weekend? Port Huron is a weird team. I think we may have underestimated them. That's not the words I wanted to hear, Mark. No, I didn't know. That's that's the words I'm saying, though. You that's know what I want to I'm hear, saying. Mark. Uh, you speak them then. <laughs> Brando was maybe right. Brando was maybe right. Come on, that that was not a good performance against Port Huron, was it? Well, here's the problem. Port Huron, I think, genuinely may actually be better than what we thought. I put I put Port Huron above you. You said Port Huron was going to be number five. Well, again, they're better than what I thought. That's more so what I'm kind of like, hmm, they may actually be a little stronger than I thought. Uh, again, sorry, Carolina fans, uh, but uh, I think I am completely correct in my, uh, my thoughts on Carolina. Uh, bus trip aside, uh, for your excuses, uh, I think this is a team that is going to be experiencing a downturn uh, in performance. Uh, I'm not expecting that much in this Carolina team. They are playing now, Delaware, so I think they're probably going to get some free points. But you know mm. what? You know, I'm going to. Somebody in our little group uh, said that they think Delaware is going to take a game from Carolina. Oh, I think that's very possible because I think that's Delaware's first home game, so that could be a good chance. Although there is one team that I think will be worse than Delaware this year. Yeah, Elmira. Like we'll talk yeah. about that. But like what I I didn't think they'd be this bad. Oh, I did not think they'd be this bad. I knew they weren't gonna be good, but I didn't think this bad. Mm. All right. I, you, before we get to that, do you want to talk about the Continental or the uh Empire Division first? Uh, okay, let's let's finish up Continental. Let's finish up Continental yeah. since right. we're talking about that first. Okay. Uh, we already kind of talked about Port Huron, but Port Huron had another good weekend. Uh, lost uh, won one game against Carolina, lost in overtime uh, to them on the other. Um, thoughts on Port Huron being number one in the standings right now for uh, all the league? Yeah, honestly, like, well, of course they've also played five games, but like, they the like they played Motor City and they played Carolina. I'm I am gonna wait to hold certain things until they play Columbus. And Mississippi, especially Columbus, um, but honestly, they've looked pretty strong in those games. Like, and we thought Motor City was actually going to be, and Motor City didn't play bad either, like a couple yeah. weekends ago. But they've been playing. Perry Heron's been playing really well, so I, I they may be a team to watch, especially as the season progresses, because. Given how many teams are going to be making the playoffs, I do believe it's eight. Yeah, right now I believe the number is eight. It's top four from each division. Each yeah, division. so I mean, I'll see. I'll be curious to see how they do because I doubt they're going to miss the playoffs unless something drastic changes. Yeah. All right, Motor City. Uh, not exactly. A, a, 
They had a really wacky game, uh, Watertown, on uh, Saturday. But, of course, uh, Friday, no one could score until overtime. Uh, one goal game, they lost that. And then uh, Saturday, 7-6 win and a goal-scoring game. Uh, Motor City, uh, I think I think they're starting to finally get some stuff together. What do you think about that? I'm not – yeah, because I think – Mercy was kind of like a wild card team for me, but I thought they were going to be a decent team, like going down the stretch. So I'm not surprised that it took them a little bit to like get their footing, especially after especially against Port Huron, and now against Watertown, who isn't who's coming off kind of a championship hangover right now because a lot of players uh, are now coaching change hangover, losing all their players hangover. Yeah, like yeah. so I think. Gain that win, especially against uh, Watertown, will help immensely going yeah. forward. Like, especially in a game like that where you have to like grind it out to win. Like, like gain those grindy wins, no matter if they're goaltending grinding or offensive grinding. Like, those are those can be massive momentum boosters for a team. They are. But let's go on and talk about Columbus. Columbus uh, played their first two games on the road. Uh, against Elmira, uh, they were very much dominant against Elmira. We're going to talk about Elmira a little bit. Uh, uh, Columbus yeah. is now Elmira's daddy. Um, there's no other way to really put that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's see, a 6-2 final and then a 7-2 final. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it, it was uh, not. It, that... welcome, welcome back to the Fed, Elmira. Yeah, welcome back, all right. Uh, Mississippi, uh, they managed to hold their ground. They had an overtime loss against uh, Binghamton, uh, one of the to, to get team we're going to talk about when it comes to, uh, uh, especially in the Empire Division, and then uh, kind of blew them out on Saturday night. Yeah. yeah. Binghamton, like the fact that they beat Binghamton and like that, like that was Binghamton's first loss. That was like, and that was a big the, loss for them. And that was like kick the crap out of them loss. Like, wow. So that's the kind of Mississippi team that we thought we would, they would be. I think. And, I think. I think. I think that Friday game was kind of a fluke because yeah, they they took that game to overtime. Yeah, so. the Mississippi. God, that there's gonna be a there's a lot of interesting teams. Like the whole Continental Division. Yeah, Continental Division's crazy. I think. I think they're probably gonna be winning the cup from that division. Oh, I I still don't know because I'm still kind of leading toward my Bantam. Like, Binghamton, here's the issue. I think Binghamton, we're going to talk about Binghamton. Well, uh, we'll get, we'll get, when we get to that, we'll talk about Binghamton when we get to Binghamton. Uh, yeah. But otherwise, uh, Mississippi, Columbus, uh, I'm going to be going, but, but by the time you guys hear this episode tomorrow morning or whenever you're listening, I will have, I'm either driving to Biloxi, I am in the arena and I'm watching the game, or I am, it, you're, you're listening super late. It's like a couple days later and I'm either in Biloxi or I'm back in Tuscaloosa. Uh, but I'm going to the home opener for the Mississippi Seawolves, their first game at home uh, as part of the new franchise, and it's against Columbus. I mean, this could be, a, Mark, do you think this could be a, a couple of uh, games that could kind of decide the Continental Division? Not yet, but between the two teams, absolutely. Oh, yeah. So I'm I'm excited. I, I, I think, I, I'm really glad that this Mississippi team is showing some fight. I'm really interested well, I'm to see what's going tomorrow. They are. Yeah. Oh, I'm not surprised they are, and ooh, it's going to be fun. I think you're. I I don't think it's going to be a clean game. I'm going to say that. Oh too. yeah, I'm, I think <laughs> I think they're from what I'm understanding. Ticketmaster's kind of lying 
My thing is they're selling tickets kind of like hotcakes in Mississippi. So, yeah, I think this is going to be a rowdy crowd. Rowdy uh, crowd, uh, rowdy players against each other. Because I, I don't – They, I think there's going to be some blood feud going on. Yeah. I think we're going to be yeah. starting seeing the start of something insane against these two teams. Honestly, we were talking – before we head over to Empire, but the, on our – Two teams to kind of park here on Motor City. Oh, it started to get real, like especially during those first two games against, yeah. like those first few games against each other. Oh, it started to get real. And they bad. play each other again <laughs> this upcoming weekend. So, yeah. yeah, no, I think it's going to get real nasty. <laughs> yeah. All right, we talked about Carolina already. We kind of already gave our thoughts. All right, Binghamton. Um, this was an interesting series against Mississippi. We talked about the Mississippi side and the in the score. Binghamton did not show any fight on Saturday, if you ask me. They showed fight on Friday, but I am really interested kind of what they're going to do against Danbury. I think that's going to be kind of like, I'm not going to say it's like, oh, it's the Empire Division that's being decided, but it's like, that's going to set the tone for Binghamton the rest of the season, if you ask me, because yeah, you, you, have, those, you have those Elmira those games teams. where you look amazing, then you have Mississippi kind of hang around with you and then blows you out the next day. I mean... That's big. Yeah, like the the the, the Empire's gonna go through either Binghamton or Danbury. So so any games between the two teams this season are going to be important. Cause that's gonna decide who gets the number one seed and who's gonna you know like honestly I think the winner whoever wins it because of how kind of top-heavy the, the Empire is, whoever's going to win the Empire is going to probably get, like, the league lead in points. Yeah. Like, they're going to be the regular season champs. Yeah, so, we're, we're going to talk about how weak this Empire division is. Uh, but Danbury, uh, well, let's go and move on to them. Uh, they they did play Delaware. They did destroy Delaware. Oh, oh especially on Saturday. <laughs> yeah. Um Shout out, out to Bubba. I, yeah, shout out to Bubba if he's listening. We'll talk about that when it comes to Delaware. Or Bubba. Yes. Bubba. Um, thoughts on Danbury? I think I think I want to see this series, uh, these two games against Binghamton before really deciding. Yeah, like Danbury. I'll say that Danbury did what they need, what they should do. If they're like a really good team, especially on Saturday. You know, that's what you're supposed to do to a to a team like Delaware. Yeah. Kick the crap out of them. Um. But Binghamton is going to be that that really big test. Like it's going to be a big test for both squads, and I'll be God. That's going to be a very very interesting set of games to watch. It is all right. Watertown. Um, I'm split on this team. I feel like it wants to be good, but it's there's there's no execution. I'm you're split on the team, just like how the split one one wins and losses right now. Yeah. Uh, Watertown's yeah. All new codes, a lot of new, mainly all new players. It's going to be, it's going to be one. Of, they're going to probably make the playoffs by default in this division. If, but if they're going to do anything in them, uh, uh, yeah. Oh God, I just realized something then actually. Oh yeah, we'll talk about it in a second. Um, Delaware, um, is there is there a team that has ever been? Good and good enough at being bad that they're probably gonna 
like luck their way into the playoffs. <laughs> That's exactly what I just realized. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. That means one of Del- Delaware or Elmira is going to end up making the playoffs. Oh, dear Lord. Yeah, the Empire Division is going to have a is an easy ticket. I'm sorry. Oh, dear Lord. Okay, I'll say this. I think Delaware is a little better than what I thought they were. Yeah, I'm interested to see what they put, what the again looks like against Carolina. I'm just like again talking about yeah, Danbury. Okay, if not, okay. Saturday game, it was a complete fucking blowout. But Friday, they they did pretty well against Danbury. They lost, but it was only like five to three. Yeah, like that was like okay, you know, respectable. That's still like a respectable loss. Like okay, so I don't think there is zero hope in Delaware. I will even put it there. Yeah. I, I'm interested in Delaware. Again, shout out to Bubba, uh, good friend. Uh, I, I, you know, he, he's part of the Delaware team. Uh, good luck, buddy. But, uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, sorry. All right. Elmira. And now let's let's go to the uh, the elephant in the room. Literally. Uh, Elmira, uh, four games. Four losses. Okay, let's look at the goals. Four goals against. Yes, I was going to talk about this. Uh, Twenty-one uh, goal difference. Negative twenty-one. Yeah, they've scored two goals per game on average, and they have averaged about just over seven goals against a game. Yeah. How in the world do you manage that? Even in the Fed, I don't even think though. Oh God, I need to look at Delaware from last season now because I need to look at what their numbers were. It was not. Fun. It wasn't even that bad. Yeah. It was not even that bad. Dear Lord, I hope Elmira figures it out because this could be. Oh I'm not, no! I'm not, I'm not going to say the Battle Creek uh, trend <laughs> yet, but uh, uh, it's 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 there's definitely a path if things keep uh, going. There's this there's way. definitely a path that they that they need to get off of right now. Yeah, if they want to avoid it, because they they they're one of the one of four teams in the league right now that have played more than two games. And they've gone, and they've—they're the only team to play that many games and not win a single one. Yeah, just uh, we're interesting season in Elmira. How about I this? Think, I feel bad for the you Bears. know. I'm going to make it even worse. I'm going to make it even worse for Elmira. Delaware has played only has played half the games and scored as many goals. Ooh, ooh, yeah, oh yeah. Mm, that's <laughs> that's bad. Elmi- yep. Delaware could get their points with Elmira. And you can tell me that, and I would believe. Oh it. god! Oh god! Oh god! I, there's no such thing as tanking in this league. Yeah. But when Delaware and Elmira play, oh, I, that's going to be must watch. Yeah, I, and I think I think Delaware is going to take care of business with. Uh, oh no! Yeah. Oh no! Oh. Okay. Let's just let's go and talk about the SP. Oh god. Okay. Yes. Okay. We can talk about your team. I'm excited. Uh, let's go ahead and talk, though, first about Birmingham. Um, playing against Vermillion County. We're going to talk about Vermillion County when we get to that. But oh. Mark, sush. Anyway. Okay. Birmingham. I, I want to see how they do against some other teams. So, I'm not going to you know praise them at being number one right now. I think they're going to make the playoffs again this season. I've said that. But uh, I want to see, see some difference. I'm pretty sure they are only number one because of how uh, how many goals? Yeah. Oh, is, it, is that the other thing? Okay, okay. I was going to almost say by alphabet because it's actually for those three teams. 
it does look like kind of like the alphabet in alphabetical yeah, it's order. alphabetical order, but it's just, you know. All right. Oh, all right. The at Huntsville, um, dominant against Pensacola, dominant against Macon. Um, one last ride, baby. I, come on, Mark. Possible. One last ride. Come on. Possible. Possible. Dab me up on one last ride, Mark. Come on, say it. One last ride. No. Say I it, look, Mark. No. Say it. One more. One more ride. Uh, I'd rather talk about my fucking my my pain. No. Let's talk. Let's, one more ride. Say it. <laughs> anyway, so Quad City. Uh God. Okay. No. Quad, Quad, Quad City. Okay, I'll say. I'll you, say it for you. I'll say it for you. Quad City is cracked. They're the only team I'm afraid Huntsville's going to lose to. But luckily, we only play them in April twice. Right now, I'm looking Let's very go. right. I'm looking very right with me predicting them as the cup favorites. But, but, but they just lost the goaltender that, that honestly, if it wasn't for Birkin last weekend, like on Saturday, Riverman probably would have taken that game. Mm-hmm. As somebody Whatever. who was there, QC as somebody who was is there, cracked. QC as somebody is who was there, capital the Illinois now. Here's the he is the only reason Quad City won on Saturday. Mm. Like here's the thing. It was a goaltender duel. It was absolutely a goaltender duel. Levine made some crazy stops. Birkin made some crazy stops. Now Birkin's up in the ECHL already. Yeah, but whatever. I think this this team ha- has enough development. I think they're gonna move on without a problem. All right. Hey, they better hope. They better hope because God, that, that uh, he was absolutely the best player on that team. Yeah. All right, Evansville. Um, had a loss against Knoxville, but they've gone, uh, they, they got a win against them and then a win, an overtime win, I should say, over Quad City. No, not and, Quad City, Vermillion County. Oh, I don't know why I said that. Vermillion County, yes. Yeah, in a Tuesday morning field trip game, those yes. classic field trip games. I I wish the SP did more of those. I, there's been like a huge drop. Well, I think most teams do one. I know. No, like Huntsville doesn't do one. Birmingham doesn't do one. I think it's literally just Quad City and Peoria also. Is, is Curie doing one this year? Because even I'm trying to remember if they're doing one. I don't think so now that I think about it. Because they usually do one, usually. Oh, yeah. now I'm going to have to check real quick. It just, like, look, they do, uh... Oh, yep, they do. They do. December 15th. Okay, yeah. What's that, like 10 a.m. or 11 a.m.? Uh, 10.30. Okay. All right, so bring back the field yeah. trip games. Uh, overtime win for Evansville. Interesting team. Uh, but they've only played Knoxville and Vermilion County. So, again, I think this is a team that's on the up and up, but I want to see some more opponents, and they're, they're going to be yeah. getting some this weekend. All right, Pensacola. Um, lost to Huntsville, uh, where Huntsville had kind of a comeback, and then beat Macon, which we'll talk about Macon. That's not exactly special. Um, yeah. Eh. Pensacola is right now is five. Look, Pensacola is as five hundred as five hundred could get because they're even. Their goals for and goals against is the same too. So yeah. Uh all right. Uh, Fayetteville five hundred also kind of the same feeling. Yeah, they aren't that strong. They aren't looking as strong as they were last year, which kind of sucks for them because even going into COVID, like before COVID, like they were looking strong. Oh, last Fayetteville year they was strong. like the team, like. It was them or Peoria in that COVID. Yeah, year. I still, I'm, I, 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 I know I talked about it before, but I really wish they would have just done like a three game series that weekend for the cup. Damn, like that yeah. should have just done that. But anyway, yeah, Fayetteville, 
is definitely lost the power. Um, I maybe they'll turn around right now, but right now it's kind of looking. They'll be middle, they'll make the playoffs. They'll be middle of the pack, yeah. probably. All right, Knoxville. Um, I feel like I got a little flack for saying I don't think Knoxville's going to be super hot, and I feel like I'm correct on that. I mean, they had that comeback win against Evansville, and then otherwise they let kind of Evansville run them uh, the next day, I believe. E- I think you're right on that. I, I'm not yeah. super hot on Knoxville. You think I, you think I'm right on this also? I mean, I was kind of agreeing with you even last week, though. I'm pretty sure. Like, Knoxville, here's the thing. I don't think they're going to be dangerous. I even said last week, they're not going to be dangerous in a regular season. But there's players and, and that coach from Watertown last year on that team who, once they get into the playoffs, I think they could be dangerous because they know how to win. So that that's kind of where I'm at with them right mm-hmm. now. I I didn't think that they were going to be like world world eaters in the regular season. I I think they they may show some danger potentially in the playoffs because I don't see them missing. Yeah. All right. Well. Anyway. All right. Before Roanoke. we get to the fun teams for us, uh, Roanoke. Um, I think we're kind of the same boat as we've been with all the 500 teams. Eh. We we got to kind of see more. Well, Roanoke, like they're uh, right now, they're eighth in the standings. And right now, that's about where I would like, kind of like the same area that I would put them in right now. Like Roanoke. Mm. Oh, we've Roanoke in the eighth spot. Oh no, look out, Knoxville. <laughs> yeah, but it's like, and eh, I'm kind, I'm kind of like, I want to see more. They've only played Fayetteville. I, I want to see them play some different teams, which they are this weekend. Yeah. So they're playing Macon, so that's some free points, probably. <laughs> okay. Probably. This is Mark's fun before I get to have fun with Mark. Uh, Vermilion County, I'm still optimistic on this team. They did have that OT win against Evansville. They didn't have a great weekend. Um, I know that there were some controversies with some stuff regarding cameras, blah, blah, blah. I don't want to keep bringing oh, it yeah. up. Oh, uh, yeah. But, Mark, I'll kind of let you have your little thing. I'm going to say a couple things. For starters, the fact that the Birmingham had to buy an iPad and a stand to broadcast the game on Facebook because they couldn't do it on hockey TV because Vermillion County didn't have a single, apparently a single media person there is really sad. Um, but I'm going to steal my tongue on a couple other things for right now. If certain things happen this weekend, just be on the lookout. That I'm, I'm just going to put that out there for our listeners. All right, Edgy Mark. Anyway, <laughs> happy Orient, lol. Like I said, like I said, I'm not surprised. Quad City, I, there's a reason why I chose Quad City to, to win the Cup this year. There is a reason. And you know what? Like I said, if it wasn't for Birkin on Saturday, we probably would have won that game because it was a goaltender duel throughout most of that game. There was – look, in an, in an alternate timeline, that game would have been like 7-6. Mm. Like, I, I, I'm I, real, I'm, real I'm, honest. There was chances. Uh, come on. Anyway, look, I, th- I Peoria really dropped down for me. I, 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 I think this team's gonna barely make it into the playoffs. I'm not, I'm not hopeful in this team. I the mean, thing is, we all like we okay, have Mark, 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 You keep bringing up that like one game, but Quatsies blew them out the night before. Like, don't act. But like the thing is, though, okay, no, but Peoria sometimes has these slow starts. They have. I remember a couple of years. I remember a few years ago, where they had a similar thing happen against Huntsville. And they still end up, like, in the top three. Mm. You know, that's the thing. It's not, like, the first time it's happened. 
against like a really good team. Like, I'm not surprised. Like, this is something that genuinely, like, the only thing that's a little concerning from when I watched them on Saturday was the chemistry. There were certain things with the players, like on the Riverman team, that just felt like they just weren't connecting as well as last year. Like, maybe that will be fixed. I know they just signed a couple players, like, just today, even. And, like, Trudell knows how to make tweaks when needed. So, I'm thinking, like, I don't know. Like, it won't be... I don't know how Peoria's going to rank this year. But, I mean, I'm not too concerned right now. Because this is still, like, they played a, a cup-caliber team. An opening weekend. Yes, Friday night on the road looked bad. Saturday night fixed some issues. And honestly, it was a goaltending duel, and we just barely lost out on that. So, I mean, mm-hmm. and heck, like I said, Levine, I was impressed with Eric Levine. What the? Like, there was a couple of saves that he made. I'm just like, what the heck, dude? Like, it looked like he ate, like he. He, like, he went back about five years. Mm. Like, I was like, what the heck? All right. Uh, 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 I am still going to laugh, and I am going to... Uh, and you know what? This. At least Curry didn't have a failure of a banner raising. <laughs> you brought up a very funny memory with the Carolina. Yeah, but you know exactly why I'm bringing that up. Yeah, but uh, at least... Uh, but uh, here's the problem. At least uh, Carolina, they had failures... Uh, they at least didn't like attach theirs like randomly to a bucket on the ceiling. <laughs> no, that no, okay, honest. that little like uh, it's area. Like, it's like it's like it's like it's like it's straight, and then like like it folds onto the onto the like the sky lift area, and then it just like goes over the side. Like, how is that acceptable? Okay, that was only for one night because after that night, it's gonna be like outright hung like to like the wall. Like I showed you a picture of it. It's gonna be hung to like that wall, with all the other banners. So that's why it's like that's why I was like that. It's gonna be like that for one night. Then it's gonna be over. All right. Uh huh. All right. All right. Moving on. Make it. Make um. Uh, not surprised. <laughs> yeah, we're not surprised either. Um. I have just like a, 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 they are who we thought they were, and they and they are not good. Yeah. Uh. I th- I think. Uh. I think we both agree this is gonna be a number eleven. <laughs> yeah. Uh... Oh, I know. Oh, yeah. You got you got that Vermillion ca- uh, County hate going. Ha ha. Very funny. It's gonna be Macon. Look, how about this? Vermillion? No, no, no. How about this? Vermillion County and Macon is gonna be Despie's Delaware and Elmira. No, no, no. It's not. gonna be. It's gonna be it's one gonna of be those. Peoria, Macon. There you go. Hmm. Hmm. I like that. I like them apples. This is why Coach. Coach Len Delulio is leaving. Oh, ha, ha. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, okay. So I think that just about wraps up. Mark, do you have anything else before uh, we uh, sign off for this week? Like I said, I got what I needed to say about Vermillion County out. If anybody had an issue with last week when I went off, I do apologize. I really do. But also, if... If I have to say something, like, if I have to say something like that, there's a reason why I'm saying it. No, I think you're being a little rash. Anyway, before we have a giant argument, all right. (laughs) Everyone, be sure to follow uh, Mark 
Prospector Hockey. You can go find him on Twitter. Uh, has his links to his website, writing stuff like that. Be sure to go give him a follow. I am the yeah. minor league rando. You can find me on Twitter at minor league rando. Uh, so I, I think that with that, I say uh, goodbye everybody, and we shall see you next week. Bye bye.